0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Season Gaming Big Cast. Sorry about the week off last week. We had some scheduling conflicts and travel that couldn't be overcome, but we are back, episode 94, and we have another special guest this week. So, besides me, as always, Dan, the man, Rodriguez. You're tremendous today, I see. Tremendous. Tremendous. (laughs) Tremendous. And welcome to the show for the first time, sir... Mr. Wilmy Hood, welcome, sir.
1: Glad to be here, gentlemen.
0: Yeah, man, been looking forward to having you on. So I know we talked a while ago, um, and trying to get through some guests here on the on the big cast. So wanted to do a quick introduction for you um, for those. I, I imagine that most of those who follow uh, me or season gaming on Twitter, because we interact quite a bit, so probably know you. Um, but Wilmy runs his own podcast every Wednesdays. 8 p.m. Eastern, Gaming Beyond the Box, and you can find him and the crew, uh, and I know you have guests on there as well. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say um, that you are a lover of all things horror as well and do an occasional horror cast. Is that true?
1: That is very true, but lately (laughs) there just hasn't been a lot to uh, really talk about in in that area, so we've kind of held off on the last few weeks.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I saw you, um, I forget you and... Maybe was it Psycho who we're talking about? Terrifier, the movie Terrifier.
1: Oh, I love that movie. Part yeah, 2 so is showed, coming I, this year.
0: Okay. So I showed my uh, wife last night, and uh, I think we're going to watch it tonight because we're both big horror fans as well. So I figured we'd talk about that. And Dan's shaking his head. Dan is not nope. a horror guy, so nope. we'll have to take this section over. Giant pussy. <laughs> <laughs> nice move. <clears throat> but... As we always do with guests, so Wilmy, I know that uh, you are definitely a seasoned gamer, as we like to say here. You've been around a while and started from the beginning. So, wanted to kind of go through your gaming history and hear from you. You know where you started, what got you into gaming.
1: Oh man, how long is your podcast? <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, take your time. We're not in any hurry.
1: Ah, let's see. I turned forty-seven years old three days ago. I started gaming as soon as it was a thing. Um, We had the cute little handheld games, the football games and stuff like that. The first thing I ever really truly gamed on was a Coleco. Okay. Um, And it was basically a keyboard you hooked to your television through an RF connector. Um, Yeah. And then I remember the, uh, the glory days of Pong. And if you're not old enough to remember Pong, it just, it was two paddles. You can edit it to the television and you had, you were knocking a square back and forth with two little lines. I was super excited when the Atari came out, jumped on that really quick, played some awesome games like Frogger, Pac-Man, Breakout, Tanks, which all basically were pretty much the same game, just different names. (laughs) Um, And the funny part, you know, when I was young, you know, around this age, my family, uh, they owned a restaurant. And in the restaurant, we started bringing in arcade machines. Yes. I was a very happy camper then because, you know, Space uh, space Invaders had a big arcade cabinet. You had Centipede, Asteroids, my all-time favorite, Galaga. Um, Man, I used to love working at the restaurant. Just so I could uh, close up at night, I would put me a bar stool next to one of the machines and just open the door and sit there and play for hours. Nice. Uh, Then your Nintendo came out, the original NES. Uh, The first game I played on that, of course, like most people, was Mario. Um, If you remember way back then, we actually had... It was like the Olympics or something, and the Nintendo came with a power pad. Oh yeah, which was this track big, and this old track giant. And mm-hmm. track, yeah, and it came. Well, how big was this thing? Like four foot by eight foot. It's like a sheet of plywood <laughs> yeah. you put on your floor. And <laughs> you know, you had that. Then you had the glory of Duck Hunt, and oh, Metroid, yeah. and and then the game changer was Zelda. Uh, yeah. When the original Zelda came out, man, it was over. Uh, <laughs> I, I buried myself in Zelda for ages. And the irony is, even, even after all these years, I still remember every little tree that you can burn, every rock you move, every statue that moves. I mean, I still know the game inside and out. Um, nice. And then we had the crash after, I think it was 84. Video games mm-hmm. sort of fell by the wayside. You know, Pac-Man Fever had, had ran its course. It was worse than the, uh, you know, coronavirus now. Uh, <laughs> they just over-marketed. They over-marketed everything, man. You couldn't go anywhere. I mean, you could turn on the radio. All you heard was that stupid Pac-Man Fever song. There were serial cartoons. I mean, everything was Pac-Man. Um uh, and then that amazing game E.T. came out, and a few <laughs> other really bad games like Friday the Thirteenth and some others, and it just really killed gaming in general. Um, and for a while, I mean, unless you were playing on an arcade machine, gaming sort of disappeared. Um, and you know, it wasn't it wasn't all bad, I guess, because. You know, if you were a gamer in the 80s, you know, you were only one step above the kids that played Dungeons & Dragons in the school (laughs) library. Um, Mm. But, you know, we were still gamers. It didn't matter to us much. You know, we didn't really care what anybody else thought. But, you know, we actually, some of us older guys, made it cool and more acceptable for the younger crowd now. Uh, We paid our dues. You know, we got, we, we were always the ones that got trashed. But I got unfortunate because in nineteen ninety I enlisted in the US Army. So I actually missed a few consoles uh, when I went when I was enlisted, the, the, the Sega had just came out. Uh I did get to play the original Mortal Kombat and some of the other games, Sonic and all those that were on the Sega console. And I can't remember the name of it now but there used to be this game on the sega you played a ghost ironically and you just ran through the house you were trying to get the people out of the house it's kind of like a it's almost like beetlejuice i guess you could say uh but you would just possess different things in the house and the the characters would piss themselves and all this crazy stuff but uh um, i don't remember that wow yeah. It it was it was a lot of fun, especially back then, man. That was cutting edge then, you know. <laughs> I mean, but it's and, pretty rare
0: that I don't remember a Genesis game. I can't think of it. I
1: can I can see the cover in my head and I just cannot place the name of that game for some reason. Um <laughs> I think it may have just been called Hunt. And your character was called Ghost Guy. You know, it was real complex.
0: <laughs> they were very um, creative.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And you know, since I did have to miss you know some of the gaming uh because I was you know in other places, I did miss a lot of the Dreamcast and all that stuff so my okay. my thing was when i when I got back stateside because back then you weren't allowed to carry game consoles with you like you you know the military'll let you do now um I came back and I wanted to dive back into it, so I got a PlayStation one and okay. I don't even remember. The I think well, it was Final Fantasy. was one of the games I'd played on there. Because um, I remember playing the original Final Fantasy on the Nintendo. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that one.
0: Oh yeah. It was mm-hmm. sort of
1: like uh, it was sort of like Link to the Past, I guess. And the way it was set up, is a top down. Uh, oh God, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no i know i remember all these
0: games man some of my oh, yeah. favorites were it, sounds, it sounds it sounds worse when i
1: talk about it jesus christ <laughs> it sounds a lot worse oh, um uh, so you know i did wind up picking up a dreamcast and some of the other consoles you know i'd missed out on too and tried to play those as much as i could uh and like i said the ps1 i went from there to the ps2 and just played everything i could get my hands on um uh, and then when the PS3 hit, <clears throat> well, actually the original Xbox, I remember I went into a, back then it wasn't called GameStop, it was EB Games. And yep. we were, I don't even remember why we walked in there. I went in there to get something. And I remember seeing the original, the OG as they call it now, Xbox. And there was a game that somebody was playing on the display called Fatal Frame. And it was annoying as hell, but it was still interesting. So I wound up walking out the door with this big, giant, heavy Xbox. And I bought Fatal Frame. It was inter- It was good for what it was. <clears throat> but uh, the game was super annoying because the ghost would come at you and the lady would just keep screaming, Oh, my eyes! And it, it just kind of... It just kind of blossomed from there even worse. You know, I got more and more into it, and in between that and, you know, the PlayStation. And to this day, man, I still play on every platform. Uh, this was the same time I started getting into PC gaming. Um, like, now I'm surrounded. I've got an origin on one side of me, and I'm talking to you through an Alienware. <laughs> um, but I don't know, man. It I got into... When the 360 came out, the first one, of, well, one of the mini games I played was Gears of War, and yeah. it was the original, and I sucked at it, uh, and I mean, really sucked at it, but I think most of us did when we first started playing it, uh, but I got really good, and I actually played competitively, um, okay. which most I, most people don't know that, and I've never really said it much on a podcast, but... Um, <laughs> I actually was the state champion here um, and I got to go up to Epic and play there, you know, oh, which isn't too, which isn't far from me. I'm in, I'm in, I'm on the beach in North Carolina. Epic's like 85 miles from my house. Okay. They're in Raleigh. So, but yeah, I got to meet Cliffy B and I know the guy gets a lot of shit, but uh, I've met Cliffy, you know, once or twice. He's always been a really good guy. He's completely different off social media. Um, is he arrogant? Well, yeah, I mean, he's cliffy, but, but I mean, he's all overall, you know, he's just a really nice guy, but I just, I don't know, man, I was really hooked at that point. It became more, a little more than just a hobby, I guess you could say. Um, and even on the PS3, you know, I've, I've owned several of those, even though, they did have a you know a pretty hard launch back then, because I think they were what like six fifty or seven hundred bucks when they released yeah, originally bucks. with the big fat yeah with a big fat p s three and <laughs> yeah. I was into mag I don't know if you guys ever played mag yeah I remember mag i w- I was heavily into mag just all the shooter games, and then on the three sixty I played a little bit of everything you could imagine, and that's when. That's when I really, really got into it. I started meeting people online. I was one of the beta testers for xbox Live. Okay. Um, I really got heavily into it started making friends. Actually, one of the guys on my podcast uh his name's a Vikings funeral, which he's yep. supposed to be changing because I told him it's just a really odd gamer tag. um We became friends within the first couple of months on xbox, and we've been playing together ever since but uh nice. you know we played. Jesus Christ, I can't tell you how many hours I've got into some games, man. But uh, it's it's kind of crazy because I'm sitting in a room and I'm just surrounded with almost if you can name a collectible, it's pretty much in this room with me. Uh, <laughs> my my Devil May I'm Cry, uh, <laughs> Devil May Cry van is sitting here to my left. I've got you know my Assassin's Creed. Statues to the right. Um, I've even got the Resident Evil House from Biohazard. Um, yeah. It just became a thing, man. You know, some some people grow up and they become gamblers or drinkers or whatever. I just evolved more and more into a gamer. Um, and that's really about it, man. I mean, I just, I enjoy all games. And I, I'll admit I've got a gaming addiction. Um, I have more games than I could ever play, and if I never bought another game now until the year twenty thirty, I could probably never play the same game in a day. I think Dan's um, right there yeah, with I'm, you. I'm probably the same way. <laughs> <laughs> my, my My Steam account is is close to eight hundred games in Steam. Dear God, I've I've got like seven hundred on my Xbox One X. I've got like four hundred on my PlayStation Four. I've got like a hundred on switch. Um, yeah, I mean, it just, if I never buy another game, which we all know that's not going to happen because I've got so many pre-ordered now because doom eternal is <laughs> getting ready to come out soon in a couple oh, yeah. of weeks. Um, it's just, I don't know, man. I'm just, it just, it's something that I've always enjoyed as a hobby. And, you know, uh, eight months ago we decided to start a podcast and, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I've been talking to you back and forth on Twitter for a while now. There has been times I really thought about just ending my podcast, (laughs) just not even doing it anymore. Um, Because, you know, when I started started off, gaming was fun. You know, we used to have people come over to my house, man. They'd bring their their 360s. We'd all connect up. We'd play Gears or Call of Duty. And that's what online was about. You didn't have all the all the BS that you have now. Um, I mean, you may have, but I guess we just didn't hear it as much because social media hadn't evolved into what it is now. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. It just, there's some days, you know, you open up Twitter, you just shake your head, and you just close it back really fast. <laughs> um or you have you feel like you need to you know put hand sanitizer on your hands after you've read Twitter for more than two minutes, <laughs> but
0: I don't but think anyone really
2: agrees with you more of, than Dan. No, I, I I left and then I I've made a whole new account that is I don't even follow Ains I don't follow Season Gaming I don't follow any of that stuff I only do and just because you know people are going to be out there and you you still see it you know but if you're just I just use it for like a news feed now. Which is fantastic because there's really nothing that compares to it, um, just to get like news and you know breaking news and stuff like that. So, I totally get you, man. It's it's trash. It's so it's, oh yeah, so I much mean, trash.
1: It's it's crazy, and I mean it. I don't know. I've we I've been on a lot of podcasts, and I mean a lot. Uh, and we've only been doing hours for eight months, and I've been a guest on a lot of guys' shows, um, and it's kind of funny. I always thought, you know, when I started doing this, I would get more shit over my accent than anything. Um, <laughs> but, but the thing is, you know, it, it's never about my accent. Don't say anything good about, you know, something you like, because that's when you, you know, you catch pure hell over it. Um, but... I don't know, man. It's just a strange and weird thing now. Uh, And I'm so into it. I plan on going to E3, you know, in June. um, But I had to back out. Um, Like I've said on my own podcast, my wife has severe RA. So, I mean, if you Mm -hmm. guys are familiar, she takes uh, a drug called Embrel, and that kills her immune system. So Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, I can't have her around anything remotely you know bad i mean even a flu or a cold can be devastating to her so you know i just i really wanted to do it but with all the stuff that's going around now i'm like eh, maybe it's better just not go yeah oh yeah
0: better to be safe
1: yep but um but i do have to admit uh i actually talked to a couple of different podcasters And I told them, you know, that I really thought about just closing down my channel altogether and just not even, you know, not even doing a podcast anymore. And I'm not going to say his name, but, um, he told me that would be the dumbest thing ever because he told me, (laughs) you know, there's just don't let it get to you. And it really, the funny part, most people know what I do every day. That doesn't bother me. Um. And I mean, I see some crazy stuff, man, Uh, but it, I don't know. It's just some of these people, it's not the fact that it gets to you, you just get tired of hearing it, if that makes sense. And it's always the same thing over and over. And I I became, I became well known for my block list on social media (laughs) and I'm almost up to 22,000 now just on Twitter alone um but it makes it makes the experience so much better. Uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> so it does. I'm nowhere near that, but it, I have
0: hundreds and hundreds for sure. Jeez, man. But I think And you know yeah, I was just going to say go Wilmy, I think um yeah, I, it's hard. I don't know cuz Dan and I have talked about this quite a right. bit too and and what I, I, I was kind of the same way but from a sight level I started seeing all these um so-called gaming sites pop up which were just a bunch of trash right either kind of fanboyish outlets or just total nonsense which is kinda why i started season gaming and i feel like um... i'm kind of fighting the same battle it's like trying to stay positive trying to just love all games and it is it feels like every day it's like an uphill battle with some of these people but um, i I feel like because it's a battle i want to win it even though you can't But yeah. we keep uh, we keep trying anyway. So,
1: well, it's really I, hard, man, to stay positive with some of these people.
0: Yeah, yeah, it can and, be a challenge, and uh, it, it's a shame because you can tell most of these people who are like this, right, are just I don't know, they just don't have the right perspective on life, I guess. But
2: they're fucking morons. Oh well, yeah, I that say, too. I mean, that's, that's, that's yeah, really yeah. Like, there you thank go. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 it, man. And it's, you know, when I do this, it's always been when I do podcasts or gaming or anything really, it's, it's, you know, you do it until it becomes not fun or it becomes more work than it is, you know, a hobby. And that's always going to be my mindset, you know, and Twitter, you know, when I got on there, it was, you know, it's was like, oh, this is nice. And then it didn't take long to start seeing just how ugly, and it's not just gaming, it's everything, you know, it's people have opinions, and their opinion is 100 percent correct, um, even though it's an opinion, um, and you, you can't convince them otherwise. And you, you know, and you shouldn't try to because it's it's a waste of time. You know, I could be gaming it's Exactly. Like these fucking, I don't want to say it, but morons. I'll just say moron, <laughs> because I like to say politically correct sometimes <laughs> on the show.
0: But <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think that's why I one of the people I reached out to originally, Momia, is because we are here we have the same mindset. I always laugh every day at some of the things you call out. Um, some of the memes you post to just calling out those people who are like that. And I always thought that was funny. So, uh, it's one of the reasons, well, I, you know, interact with you and reach out to you to be, with that uh, to begin with.
1: And see, the thing is, you know, trying to be positive, you know, uh, last year I was like, you know what? Cause I do it in my local community. Uh, Wilmy hood is not just a gamer tag. Um, uh, Wilminghood was something I came up with 10 years ago, locally. um, Because the town I live in is called, guess what, Wilmington. Um, And, you know, every city, I don't care where you live, shit happens, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. And where I live, it happens to be a tourist destination. We get a lot of people here during the summer coming to the beach, and a lot of them, sadly, never leave. Um, (laughs) So these are also... (laughs) these are also the same people you know that are always you see them on the news and they're always complaining oh my god we had one armed robbery here in three months have you ever been to Florida but you know uh, I kept hearing I kept hearing you know the words you know how bad the city was and all this and that and (laughs) they called us little they always call us Wilmy Wood because they film a lot of movies here uh, oh. because we had this big movie studio out on 23rd street like uh, Iron Man 3 was filmed here there's tons of movies that films here almost every Stephen King movie made for the last 20 years was filmed here um, mm. so I kept thinking about it one day I was watching my local news and Something, it was so stupid. They were interviewing this lady. She wasn't even from the city to begin with. She just moved here a couple of years ago. And she goes, oh, my God, this, they'll just call this place Wilmy Hood. I was like, huh, (laughs) okay. And uh, so as it would go, you know, Facebook was becoming a popular thing. And, you know, doing what I do, I see the bad side of humans, you know. And you guys know, well, I I know you know what I do for a living. Um, I see the bad side of humanity. Um I see people that have no other choice. They're desperate, you know, and they don't know what else to do. I deal with drug addicts that's hit the end of their rope and I mean everything bad in society, we deal with it daily. And I created a Facebook page called Roomie Hood. <laughs> and it was basically just to, you know, give people, you know, something to laugh about. Um, you know, it's kind of a page to bring people together and I do a lot of, you know, charity work with the local uh, law enforcement and different groups, and I kept doing it all through the name Wilmy Hood, And, you know, I just wanted to, I don't know, man, there's a lot of people in the world, dude, that they just need, I don't know, they just need to laugh, need to smile, and it doesn't cost anything, you know. And, you know, I always we are always doing donations to all these different charity groups, trying to reach all these different neighborhoods and, you know, kids, that's a big stick for me because I've got three children. They're all adults now. And I've got my first grandchild on the way in July. So, you know, children, children don't ask to be in the situations they're in, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I just, I do a lot of stuff involving children. And, because I've seen it, I was one, I was one myself. You know, I was abused, beaten, and I just didn't want to see other children, the same thing happened to those, you know, to them at all. So, Wilmyhood was a thing that started on Facebook, and it was just, you know, to make people laugh, bring people together, you know, forget about the common everyday bullshit for a few, you know, just for a little while at least. And, over the years Hood started to really grow and the more stuff I did under the name Hood, the bigger it got and at the height of it I think I had 42,000 subscribers uh, and you know I would see it was funny because I would see people you know in grocery stores or you know anywhere they would have their cell phones open they'd be scanning my page you know looking at the page and I would just kind of laugh to myself because nope there were very few people that knew who it actually was behind the scenes. And I have like eight really super close friends that know, but nobody else had a clue. And the cool part was, you know, I I'd met these two gentlemen at a grocery store one afternoon and they were they the guy was standing in line, he had his phone open, he was looking at the Wilmy Hood page. And him and his buddy were laughing and joking with each other going, man, it'd be awesome to meet this dude, man. He's crazy as <laughs> shit and all this stuff. And, you know, I paid for the guy's groceries. And he looked at me. He goes, you ever heard of Wilmy Hood? I'm like, yeah, man, I've heard of the page. I was like, he's a douche. But um <laughs> he's like, no, man, no, this this guy's great. But, you know, I, I tried to bring that into the gaming community. And, you know, we first started doing the, you know, when I first came, You know, I've been on Twitter for ages, but I really stayed quiet. You know, I just kind of lurked around a little bit, you know, looked at, you know, different sites and stuff like that, like Dan said a moment ago. And uh, I really tried to reach out to people. I gave away 47 Xboxes last year. And I think 32 PlayStation 4s. I lost count of the Nintendos, honestly, because we gave away so many Switches and, and Switch lights. And games, I can't even tell you how many now at this point. But I learned a lesson. Um, you know, there, there's there's a lot of great people in the gaming community. And there's nothing better than helping somebody, you know, and knowing it made a difference. Um, I've done a lot of stuff behind the scenes. You know, we, I've gave people, you know, their children have, you know, have something wrong with them, you know, and they can't afford to buy them anything because they're trying to, you know, catch up on doctor bills. Uh, I've gave a lot of people, you know, switches and stuff like that for their children, you know, games for their kids, and it's only came to bite me a couple of times. Um, But, I mean, I just tried to really be a positive force, you know, in the gaming community. And, you know, some people just don't appreciate, I won't say appreciate that. It's not, it's not accepted well by some people, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, yeah. I got, I had a, I had a couple of people say, you know, the giveaways are fake and all this <laughs> crazy stuff. And I had one guy, which was funny because he was, he was one of the biggest people that came out and said this. And I was like, you know, I should just post it on on social media to prove him wrong. I said this dude almost $2,000 to pay his mortgage. And then this asshole has the nerve to make a YouTube video and, you know, beg me for more money. And I'm like, dude, I just helped you, you know, and your family. I mean, this isn't, you know, I'm not here to take care of you for life. But, um, uh, so when this happened, he kept tagging me to the video, and I finally, I, I mean, it sounds cruel, but I had to block him, you know. I mean, he just kept coming at me 24 hours a day, you know. He kept saying, you know, sending me messages and stuff. Well, man, you know, my car payment's passed, due. I'm sorry, you know. I'm <laughs> not here to support you for life, man. I am just trying to help you out, you know, a few weeks ago. So he started trying to spread the rumor, you know, that, nobody, that the giveaways were fake, but it was really kind of interesting because we had a lot of people come up and say, Oh really? Because we can show you. And they were actually sending me pictures and stuff of the stuff that they were sent. And I don't know, man, it's just, uh, it, we talk a lot (laughs) about it. And, and my wife, you know, says the same thing. You know, my wife's like, you know, your heart's too big. And I was like, you may be right. And I'll agree with her for a couple of days. And then a couple of days later, I'm doing the same thing all over
0: again. <laughs> I, I, so. I would think, you know, as you said, there are always going to be some bad ones out there. But I think, at least in my experience, I think the majority are pretty appreciative of the positive approach. Uh, especially if you foster the right community. So,
1: Oh, yeah. And, you know, like I said, man, we, we do a lot of stuff behind the scenes that nobody will ever hear about. Yeah, um, and then you know some stuff. I ask the people to keep quiet, but they you know they come back a couple days later. Would you mind if I make a post? All right, go ahead. But <laughs> you know it's just to try to because that's kind of what the community needs, man. They need they need some positivity, and I, I get it. It doesn't sell YouTube channel. Okay, yep. I got it. You got you got to be an ass on YouTube, but it's like you said earlier, we don't do it for money. We do it because we enjoy doing it. Um, yep. So I guess you know if you're dependent on your YouTube channel, and I'm not going to name any names. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> you can flip flop, or you can just you know do a complete 360 in a 24 hour time period. Um, and negativity, man, it, it draws attention. It always has. It always will. So yeah, I just we talked I about can't. That quite a bit. I'm not. I just can't bring myself to be that way. You know, I just, I game on too many things, man. I've got six Xboxes, four PlayStation 4s, (laughs) you know, I mean, gaming PCs, Switches. I ain't even going to tell you about the old, you know, consoles I've got. Um, But I mean, I just can't bring myself to do it. To me, it's it's games. That's it. You know, I just like to play games. It's a good escape. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a a fun experience and that's the end of it. It doesn't need to be more than that.
0: Well, I can but tell you to that some people we agree. It does yeah, for sure. So
1: it's it's like, you know, it they can't <laughs> and now granted, every game's not a masterpiece. We all know that. And this gen, we've had a lot of games that came out on day one and they were terrible. <laughs> um, I don't I don't think and I've said it several times, the only game I've played this generation. That I can remember that came out and actually worked day one was probably Death Stranding. That was the only one that didn't require a <clears throat> a huge download or you know update to make it play correctly. Uh, but I mean, I just want to see you know new games, man. Bring the, and the community actually get together and quit because when you sit and you scream and it's 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 a small group. We all know it. Know it. It's a, it's not a large group but they're very vocal, they're always screaming and yelling, hey, I want attention because apparently they never got it as a child um, <laughs> but yeah. that's not even constructive to the to gaming you know, put put logical thoughts together, go to these companies with your legitimate complaints you know, and quit living in a double standard then maybe you'll get something done but until that happens you're going to have what we've been having for the last seven or eight years.
0: Yeah. And, you you know, we know that for a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but a lot of percentage of the people we're talking about, that's never going to happen, but that's all right.
1: Oh, no. And, and so, the bad part, I, I say it all the time and <laughs> I get some hate for, you know, I'm not going to champion anything that doesn't make me money. Uh, so I've got no reason to, you know, post on your next time you put up a post on Twitter and I don't like it. I'm not going to say, hey, I don't like that Xbox, you know. Xbox doesn't pay me. PlayStation doesn't play, you know, pay me either. So, I'm not going to champion something that I don't make any money from. <laughs> they make money from me. so. it's true?
2: It sounds like a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So.
1: <clears throat> probably. <laughs> I, I'll put it this way. I should have took a screenshot. I just uh, cashed in my Microsoft reward points earlier. I had 187,000. Rewards points. Dear
2: Lord, I was happy when I got 90
3: bucks. What is that? Like? <laughs>
2: That's
1: awesome. Well, I gift, a lot, I, I gift a lot of games. We watch a lot of movies. You know, it adds up.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But on the upside,
1: so, I don't have to pay for uh, Game Pass Ultimate for almost a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
3: <sighs>
0: All right, so let's... Um... Let's move into some of our topics here in fact the first thing we were gonna jump into was just our listener question this week and this actually came prior week um, but I saved it and no gamer tag or Twitter handle here this was sent in by a John Bigums. I don't know if that's a real name or not we're gonna give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt John so I don't I mean, know if it, you... if, it, if it is a real name yeah
3: I
2: mean that is straight porn star yeah
0: freaking yeah. love, oh, yeah. okay. yeah. love it yeah yeah. <laughs> oh. so and and you know i'm not one to be making fun of names so i am <laughs> so anyway the question he asked us and i figured this is a good one because it kind of tied into what we were just talking about or what you just touched on Wilmy, was what's the one game this generation that you didn't think you would like at all and yet you ended up loving and why so that's i'll go first because i don't know if you guys already have one on deck <laughs> but um, I think for me, I thought about this a little bit, and the one I'm going to go with is Persona 5. So Persona 5, for me, if you listen to this podcast or you follow, you know I'm not big into Japanese titles as much as I used to be when I was younger. Um, Dan, I did download Yakuza. I haven't started it yet. I know you want me to play it. Um, but Persona, you know, given that it's kind of got this anime design and structure music, it's got like a dating kind of sim aspect to it or you know, class management all things that traditionally I wouldn't like um, in a game and yet, for whatever reason, I think Persona 5 is fantastic, it really drew me in, Uh, it's just an amazing, amazing RPG with so many really, really cool mechanics uh, fantastic art, and just there's so many cool aspects about that game so, for me, that's the one that came to mind when I had to think about this Wilma, you got one?
1: probably assassin's creed odyssey okay because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i was burned out on the assassin's creed series for a while um sure. i never finished origins i played it for a couple of hours i'm like yeah i'm done but i was talked into buying assassin's creed odyssey and jesus christ uh <laughs> i think i dumped 160 hours into it
0: okay I think I think Dan, but you're yeah, but, up there in that, aren't you? Yeah, I'm up
2: there in that one too. I'm almost finished with both of the DLCs.
0: And it's yeah. it's funny it's funny you say that, well, maybe because I did the same thing. I played Origins for a little while and then just left it. But Odyssey, I think I have 80 or 90 hours into it. I finished it.
1: I finished both of them. Yeah. It was quite a bit. <laughs> what do you got? But wasn't it um, ironic? Atlantis didn't have Atlantis. Yeah, man. you said <laughs> it again. I
3: missed
2: it. Yeah, it,
1: it, it's. He said Atlantis didn't have Atlantis. Oh, <laughs> uh. yeah. I never, I never, I never actually played in the DLC. That was weird.
0: Yeah, I've heard it's really good. too. It's really good. Yeah. Yep. So you got one.
1: <sighs> so I would
2: say, like, like Yakuza would be one, but the the real big one was probably The Witcher Three, because I it took me a long time to even purchase it because I thought The Witcher Two sucked ass. I got through Easy the tutorial, now. and I was like, this is the worst combat I've ever seen in a game in my entire life. This is so complicated <laughs> to And so then, my buddy's like, man, you gotta play Witcher 3. It's nothing like 2, I promise you. It's nothing like 2. Then it was on sale for like 20 bucks, that hour I'll play it. And it's top three of the generation. I mean, it is, I've played through it one time all the way through with all the DLCs. I've got it on three different consoles, I played, you know, I'm halfway through it on the Switch right now. I've got, you know, another playthrough going on the Xbox. It's ridiculous. So that, for sure, would probably be mine. And it, it just, with the disappointment that was two, because everybody was talking about that one too, and I was like, oh god, they gotta try it, we gotta try it. Nope, three is such an improvement. And that's it's a completely different style different, of Yeah, game. different style of game. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, when you when you but when you've got that one that comes out and you're like, okay, this is kind of what I'm expecting at least, at least a little bit, it completely changed it.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, it changed the game, man. Love it.
0: Nice. I love it. So, we'll move into our weekly poll, and I kind of put this here because of the uh, Xbox Newswire details that were released last week around the Series X, and because we missed last week, we did not talked about that yet, so I figured it'd be a good time to talk about it. So, this poll's from last week, but basically, after everything was revealed we asked our audience, you know, how are you feeling about the Series X at this point, given what we've learned about power and feature set. And so um, it's pretty positive. Um, You know, mind blown (laughs) was uh, nearly half of the poll said their minds blown with what's been shown. Uh, Another 31% said they like it a lot. And then uh, only 9% said they're waiting to see more. And then you have the uh, the 9.6% that are still not interested and probably never will be. No. You know, yep. you can't capture that 10%. And but.
1: they're probably lying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that could be, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so... Or broke. Whatever. Or, yeah, it could be a
0: number of things. <laughs> that could be, yeah, it could be that, too. But long story short, I think, um, you know, overwhelmingly, at least from what I've seen, and we kind of spread this across, you know, my account and SG's account, as we always do, um, seems pretty positive. And so... You know, the first thing I have on kind of our news to go through here was the reveal. So I'll run through. Let's go through a couple of these details and then get your guys' thoughts on, you know, what you think of of this stuff, or even if you even care about some of this technology, or if you're just looking forward to bigger, better, faster type thing. So, right.
2: or if you even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and we could spend. A long <laughs> that's time the other about issue. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So I, you know, I kind of geek out on this stuff. Um, so I'll try to I'll try to be quick. Um, but, you know, a couple of these things we have been talking about for a while. Um, some of this information was leaked last year, and there's a million leaks, as we all know, about console stuff. But there are a few reliable sources out there. And so the first thing, really, that's been rumored and turned out to be true for a long time is that this is using a new AMD chipset, which is not the what computers are using today or AMD chips are using today, which is our DNA one This is the next generation of RDNA architecture, RDNA 2, with a uh, 12 teraflop confirmed GPU. So essentially what this is, is this is Microsoft working with AMD to uh, move into the next generation of graphics processing. Um, And from early tests that I've seen, RDNA 2 is about 50% upwards, uh, more efficient than RDNA 1. So all of that said, this thing has some very, very serious graphical power um but i think what's most notable is that if you recall when the xbox one and ps4 came out when they first launched in 2013 they were only equivalent to about a mid-range pc at the time it was one of the first generations where uh consoles at launch were not really like a powerful pc um this is completely different this is actually on the other end of the spectrum where PCs today don't even have RDNA2 chipsets because they're not made yet. This is a coordination with, between AMD and Microsoft to push this technology forward, and so I think that really makes a an argument for just how advanced Series X is going to be out of the gate.
2: Yeah, I, mean, it, it, I agree. RDNA2 is just Radeon, right? This is Radeon DNA. That's what it stands for. So, like Nvidia is doing that kind of stuff with the ray tracing and everything right now with their chipsets for PC, right? So this is yep. them kind of catching up right now. You know, no, R- RDNA-1. Right, well, they, they've, had, they've got that right now in their chipsets, yeah. right? Yeah, so this is, to me, buzzwords. Uh-huh. Like, if I hear Teraflop one more time, I'm going to punch somebody in the face. <laughs> You're going to hear it an awful lot, <laughs> I lot more. I fucking hate that word. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> the, the, this, like, all these things that we're going to be talking about, it, it's, it's a lot of buzzwords that people use to throw back and forth, like we were talking about earlier on Twitter, like, hey, RDNA two, RD, You know, I understand what RDNA 2 is to an extent. I understand that, you know, it's the, the architecture and the chip, right? Mm-hmm. And then this is just the, kind of their new version, which, you know, is awesome, but also, you know, you know, I'm assuming... I mean, I, I've seen what these guys can do, so I'm, most of my, you know, my hope is that it's all going to work out great and that everything's going to be fine. I trust them. But also, it's it's not really a tested technology yet, because it's not even out for people to, to have right the the their, their first chipset yes. with RDNA2 doesn't come out until like Exactly. That's a the few point, months, is right. is that this yeah, is it's more be,
0: advanced at launch than typical for consoles. Right.
2: And now my, my 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 question is like, you know, can you I mean RDNA2 obviously you can't do but like something that's similar to that like what would the PC equivalent, equivalent be to that?
0: So the the only thing I've seen like uh, I don't know if Digital Foundry did it, but some of the early tests were saying it's a somewhat ballpark of what a 2080 Super could do today, which is basically a step below the 2080 Ti, right? Okay. So, it's high end. Yeah, I'm
2: going to be, yeah, it's exciting. It's yeah, exciting. that's oh, the only sure. point. Yeah, that's 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 the, the big thing is just, you know, like literally, you know, John down the street here is going to be like, man, I hope that thing's already in A2. You know, they, <laughs> it's going to be like, what does this look like? You know? Um, well, that's the point. I mean, right. It's, yeah, yeah. it's for geek. You it's, know. it's the geeky thing. Like me. Yeah. And I just yeah. get excited oh, 100%. about it. hundred percent. I'm excited for some of these other things though, for sure. Okay. Except for ray tracing. Cause I don't know what that is. <laughs>
0: you should be. <laughs> uh, I have it. I have it in
1: my PC. It, 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 once you benchmark it, it's, it's, you know, it does change some of the graphics quite a bit, depending on your monitor. Yeah. But uh-huh. that's the Very issue. Sure. You've got to have the right monitor. So, but, but no, ray tracing does change the appearance of a lot of games. I mean, it just makes it look a little bit better. So, but you, like I said, you have to have the monitor or the screen to be able to actually see it.
0: Yeah. And I think it's a very good point. Well, I mean, I think that's probably why, you know, a couple of bullet points down here, they talk about HDMI 2.1 and what that's going to do for modern TVs, right? Because. Most people buying console are putting it on a TV, not a monitor, and mm-hmm. so it sounds like they're they're trying to get ahead of that as well to make sure that they're supporting things. So, one of the things they talked about with HDMI two point one is it'll it'll automatically move your TV to the most efficient mode for input latency. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an interview with um, uh, Jason Ronald from I think it's Jason Ronald from uh, the hardware team at Microsoft with Major Nelson last week, and he was giving some more details on some of these things and what they mean. And so HDMI yep. 2.1 is you can take advantage of 120 frames, um, variable refresh rate, auto low latency, those types of things. So
2: what you're saying to me is that I'm going to be buying probably close to a five to six hundred dollar Xbox, probably close to a five hundred dollar PlayStation, and a three thousand dollar OLED <laughs> TV to be able to do all this. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, you're gonna have to pay for
1: gas for me to drive <laughs> over here for probably the next year and a half. Dear Lord. <laughs>
3: What the yeah. Hell? So well,
1: and most most people don't even own 4K televisions yet. I think the last nah, number I only saw about, only like 41 percent.
0: Like yeah, yeah. It's wow. it's getting up to fifty percent now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah, and HDMI two dot one. So you know, I have the sixty five inch OLED there, but right. that only has HDMI two dot because it's a twenty sixteen. So yeah, HDMI two don-
2: I only have two two point
0: Yeah. So two dot one came, if I recall correctly, as of twenty nineteen models. I was really hoping it would be like a software update, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> they can't
1: sell you a new TV that way. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. very true. Um, one,
0: of the, one of the things I'm I'm most excited about, it, uh, just for the community at large, is this whole smart delivery system. I think that's, that's how, it, cool. how it should be, right? And basically, how exactly. we describe this is that uh, no matter what Xbox you own, whether it's a launch Xbox One, an X or Series X, um, it'll detect what you're playing on and basically download the assets for that game for that version. So if you're playing Cyberpunk on your Series X and, you know, they CDPR has released a uh, Series X kind of upgrade for it, it'll do all that automatically. You don't have to go searching for it or figuring it out, um, which so is will pretty it,
2: cool. So will it, will it not, like if you've got an S or uh-huh. something, it it, you, it won't automatically download? The 4K the, assets. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's, see, that's, that's the thing that, you know, like... I've, like Borderlands did it with Borderlands Two and the pre-sequel There's a patch that you can just get for the oh, higher resolution stuff, yeah. which is why well, I don't. You know why couldn't they do that with most games? Because you know it would save so much space. You know this is awesome. Smart yeah. delivery. Well, and this thing. is
0: it does it itself. Damn it. Yeah, you don't even have to th- like for Borderlands, you had to go out yeah, and find really, those yeah, and right. download them. This will just take care of it.
2: That's pretty smart. So, <laughs>
0: um, the other thing that. I thought was interesting, again, this may be the geek side of me, but this uh, DLI, so Dynamic Latency Input, so basically what this is, is, you know, every time you press a button, there's all these kind of calculations that have to take place, right, and in between each of those, there's steps and latency that happens, that's your input lag from your, you know, controller to console to TV, etc. So basically what they're doing here is they're going through each of these steps and optimizing so that basically... You know your wireless controller if you're running it through console to um uh audio video device like I do, and then a TV, right? It'll still feel and be respond as responses, as essentially, as if you were wired. They're bringing that, that input lag and latency down on, on actions.
3: Cool,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> Apparently, I'm alone and i uh, liking all this stuff. So, no,
2: I just want it to look good. And give me 4K60. Okay. That's what I want. All right. Hopefully, it'll do that.
0: Yes. Yes. In fact, some developers are actually starting to speak up about that That 4K60s could be much, much easier because of the CPUs in these new consoles. Both Fantastic. Series X and PS5. That's what I want to say. Um, so, anyway, I won't go into any more of the, the technical <laughs> details. There's more I can talk about. Uh, yeah, I'll, you're do such a, a nerd. I'll do a separate mm, yeah, Ains yeah. cast or something. <laughs> but um, how are you guys feeling in general? about Series X after all this information's come out. Are you excited? Are you were you gonna buy it regardless? Any are you more excited than you were previously? Don't really care what
1: You really will me. I'm waiting to pre order three of them
0: Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Three (laughs) Yeah, I've
1: got I've got to have I've got to have one in my living room. My wife wants one and I've got to have one in my home office. So There you go. That's fair. Yeah one in the office too. I'm I'm really excited. I do,
0: nice, nice.
1: Yep, I've got yeah, I've got my uh, the original modern, gear. I, mean, I think it's the Gears four, the Gears four um, Xbox connected into my Origin PC. Oh okay, so so I, I like I told you, man. I have a an issue with collecting things, gamer. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. I have every the- Gears of War console.
0: Gee, Christmas, man. I. I, I could have bought the Gears 3 one, the 360, a while ago, and I didn't, and I should have. That's the only one I don't have. I've got all the Halo ones, but I gotta get the the Gears 3 one. But why anyway. didn't you buy it? Uh, because I'm an idiot. You yeah. know, there's no other. You only live one. You yeah. o-
1: you only live once, man. Might as well enjoy it. That's right. Very true. Yep. Can't take the money with you when you die, man. <laughs> really and not. you can't take the consoles either, though. uh don't <laughs> yeah, think. Right. Maybe by know, that explain. time you can actually put one in there yeah x cloud
0: you know i'm gonna be playing x cloud x cloud in my coffin yeah so i'm gonna do it make sure my tell my wife make sure my
1: casket yeah, make sure my <laughs> casket has wi-fi built in <laughs> <laughs>
3: all
2: right sorry <laughs> no, i'm just getting this picture of like people walking through a cemetery and like all of a sudden on their phone like hey open network yeah
1: Ains's casket. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be interesting. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> um, kids
0: hanging out at the uh, graveyard. All right. Um, so, we all, uh, we all know about the whole coronavirus thing going on, and we've seen some of the developers back out of PAX East, which is actually finishing up today as we record this. Uh, the Game Developers Conference, GDC, was planned for late March and uh microsoft and uh kojima and, and quite a few of the big companies started to back out and and essentially gdc has now been formally postponed and so uh of course now you know we're only about four less than four months out from uh e3 which is you know traditionally the biggest show of the year and uh you know starting to get people are starting to get concerned whether that's still going to go on or what's going to happen so I don't know if you guys have any thoughts here. I mean, to me, it's a little disappointing about GDC because GDC is actually for the developers, um, and we've seen, or I've seen, you know, many developers saying how disappointed they are that this is canceled because it's a it's a good way for developers to get together with their peers and just, you know, have a good time and talk about technology and games and whatnot. So,
1: it's gonna be pretty disappointing. You think they
0: you argue? Introduced... Oh, I'm sure they argue at some point, especially once drinks get <laughs> get out
2: our <laughs> one is better than two
0: <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, I just wonder if they argue a
1: lot of people do on social media
0: oh I'm sure they make fun of a lot of the people oh, on social media I I'd, would 100% be sitting yeah. there
2: with them like yes yes yeah. just record that.
0: what do you guys think man do you, you have any concern at, with these conferences being cancelled um, or postponed and you think this is is gonna have any impact whatsoever, or you think we're just gonna start seeing more kind of streamed, live stream type events?
2: I mean, I'm fine with more live stream, stream stuff. You know, that's the me too. <laughs> uh, it, it's it, it's the here's the thing. I mean, you know, we I did I gave somebody some shit when they pulled out of PAX, and you know, it, it, at the time I think it wasn't as realized. I think like the like the virus hadn't you know been so widespread at that point. Um, but I totally get what they're coming from, especially when you're, you know, you're pulling people in from, you know, different areas of the, of the world and bringing them all in one little place. I don't know about E3. I mean, and I don't know a whole lot about the virus, um, because it is worse than gaming on social media. It, it, they, I mean, every single person seems to be an expert all of a sudden. We've got, you know, millions, oh, millions of, of virologists that are now yeah. on Twitter um, all I know is that, uh, if somebody sneezes on me, I'm probably going to punch him in the face <laughs> and then, uh, that's, that's about it. Just, you know, it's, this. It's, it's, it's don't freak out, you know, but also when you've got a hundred thousand people in a, you know, very small area from all yeah, around, from all over the place, yeah. something's going to happen, you know, and is, are people going to, you know, all of a sudden blow up, like, you know, spontaneously combust in the middle of the floor? No, but, you know, people get sick. It's it's what happens, you know, and then it'll go away, and that's it. Now, you know, summertime, typically, you know, you don't see as much flu. I don't know if this works the same way. Maybe it does, but you know, it's true. You don't, you know, you don't see, you know, people don't get the flu in the middle of June.
0: Don't become a Twitter guy now. I'm just telling you
2: this is just me this is hey this is like stuff i've learned in my 40 something years on the earth you know it's just you know i you know typically that's what happens so maybe maybe they'll be like oh it'll be fine i don't know maybe they cancel the whole thing there's got to be a point where you know like like a certain time frame they have to give people like you know i'm sure they don't they say yeah they don't want to you know cancel it two weeks before it starts you know, they, they've they got to give people time. It's kind of the same thing with their, you know, like the Olympics they're talking about. You know, they've got to have like a three-month period where they need to, World you know, get And they spend billions on billions the Olympics. Of dollars. I mean, it's right. crazy. You know, even if they postpone it or whatever they got to do. Yeah. You know, I'm fine. You know, I, I wasn't, you know, I was originally planning on going, but I wasn't, you know, I would since changed my mind. And, and it's so, it doesn't bother me too much. I'll probably be doing the same thing as I was before um, in my... Big bubble that I have sitting at my house around my 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 coronavirus free zone. Um, I I I don't know, man. I, I just I'm not super concerned about anything, really. If I get it, I kind of hope I do, and <laughs> and uh, you know, and I can you know maybe I die. I don't even care. I'm ready for it. Let's do this. All right, all right. We got off the rails there. Coronavirus. <laughs> let's, let's let's move on
0: over. <laughs> what do you think, Wilby? <laughs> yeah, Wilby. What do we'll you do?
1: Well, like I said earlier, I've I've already canceled my (laughs) E3 plans. I already had the motel booked at the Ritz-Carlton. I called last week and canceled it, so they had to refund me my money. Uh, I just can't take that chance, man, with my wife. Uh, If it was just me, I'd be great. But, I mean, with her condition, she has literally no immune system, so I just can't take that risk with her. She means more Absolutely. to me than the game convention, so. Yes. Because yeah, we, like, understood. raised three kids together and all that stuff, so, you know, I mean, kind of mm-hmm. have to stick with her <laughs> at this point. <laughs> solid,
0: man. Yeah. You're a good man. <laughs> all right, so we'll we'll, we'll obviously be keeping up on that. Uh, You know, you can just check Twitter because it's like yeah. every other post right now. What so. do you think?
2: You think it's going oh, yeah. to close it? You think they'll cancel it?
0: You know, at this point, I like you kind of said a second ago, when it when like companies first backed out, I was like, all right, that seems a bit extreme. But mm-hmm. as it's going on now, I don't know. You yeah. know, I mean, it seems to be spreading, and we're still, as we said, three and a half months from E three. So if it continues to spread, then and E three is an even bigger conglomerate you know, mm-hmm. conglomeration, I guess, of people coming in from all over the place. Yeah. I, I could definitely see some people pulling out of it for sure. Yeah. And it's going to be kind of doubly interesting because, as we always say, remember E3 is the ESA in the convention center. Then there's events surrounding E3. EA does their own thing. Um, and then Microsoft does their own thing next door as well. It's going be a hot zone. So, <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah. say, say... E3 or ESA says okay, we're we're shutting down. Microsoft says we're still doing ours in the theater, so that's going to be kind of weird. Do you yeah. know what I mean? For do you still travel in for different days just for Microsoft? Or yeah, yeah it's kind of strange. So I, I'll be highly disappointed well, though. I was right. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, you know, staying with the Lords and Enrique and a bunch of the guys, and got our we've already got everything booked and planned and everything. So
2: maybe they just need to get some like
1: decontamination booths, and everybody has to walk through. <laughs> I can I can loan you some hazmat suits if you need them. That'd substitute. be awesome.
0: I'd love to just be interviewing people in a hazmat suit. That'd oh, be man. fantastic! I've got really
1: plenty. Awesome. <laughs> but uh, the funny part is, my my oldest daughter, she's a surgical assistant, and uh, okay, she works in a in a hospital, and she was we were talking the other day, and she said the only thing the hospital is really telling her is it's almost like a a cold. Yeah, but now. You know, maybe by that time around, you know, most people don't get a cold in June or July, yeah, but hopefully like. by that yeah, time it'll it'll be you know, hopefully by that time it will be gone away. So yeah, we because
2: yeah. there's always something out
1: more. You know, right? Who knows? There, there's always something every couple of years. If you saw that post I put up on Twitter earlier. Yeah, you know, I did. SARS, yeah. the bird flu. Yeah, I mean it's mm-hmm. always something, man. Yeah. And it always ah. comes from china. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, All God, right, so it. more exciting news is uh Rockstar. So Rockstar um out of nowhere kind of put two new images up on their site the other day. Now, no one knows as usual cuz Rockstar's Rockstar, but no one knows what these site or uh, images mean. Excuse me, some people have said they think they're just default images for the site. Other people said no, these are new and there's some kind of words through them. Um Either way, I was joking on Twitter the other day that, you know, Rockstar, I think, is one of, if not the only company where they don't even have to do anything. They can just throw an image up randomly and all hell breaks loose because everyone wants to know what they're doing next. So we don't know what this is. You know, there's been a lot of rumors out there for a while that um, they're working on a follow-up to Bully, which is long requested now. Um, We know at some point GTA 6 is coming. We don't know when that'll be. Um, some people suggested maybe L.A. Noire 2, which I certainly don't think so because L.A. Noire wasn't really a big hit for them. Um, but I don't know, man. I, did you guys see these these images? Anything you think of them? Anything that came to light? Nothing.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> you're probably going to hate me after I say this. I don't really like, like Rockstar. Huh? Woo!
3: Alright, alright,
1: alright. I think these guys get a free pass on a lot of their games. I've played the original Grand Theft Auto. Remember back when it was a top-down type game? Oh, yeah. One and and two. And, yep. And they'd always say, he's traveling south of New Jersey. But, you know, I just, (laughs) I've played them all, man, at one point or another. Uh, I quit playing them after, Jesus Christ, which one was it? Um, Vice City. I pretty much gave up on them at that point. Uh, I bought five. I tried it. I was like, eh, I never really played anymore. Then I tried the online. I was like, no. (laughs) The shooting is way off. Just the controls are, I don't know. They're just clunky. I'm not a fan of Rockstar. And I even downloaded, you know, I bought Red Dead Redemption. I remember playing the first one. I did try it. And then I bought the second one, you know, when it came out a few months ago. I played it for two and a half hours. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> don't get me wrong it's a great looking game it does really look good but you know the whole western thing just didn't sell me um, so cool. I just I don't know Rockstar just isn't on my radar at all not anymore Man.
0: that's alright
1: what
2: about Manhunt
0: uh, we get a new Manhunt no, I, oh that'd be pretty cool yes yeah. I think they could do something I doubt you'll that.
1: see it but yeah me I remember the original though
0: yeah. <laughs> so good. They used to make a, a broader variety of games. Right. Our games are just so maybe big Table now. tennis. Table tennis too. Table tennis. Let's go.
1: Let's do it. And people Let's take that one. shit
0: seriously, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. I've so, got 10 million on, on Grand Theft Auto.
0: Well, that's good. I'm glad you got <laughs> 10 million on Grand Theft Auto Online. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, you said the, the West setting of. Red Dead Two didn't do it for you. and That kind of makes sense because if if you don't care for the Wild West at yeah. all, that game's yeah. I mean that no. that pretty much is that game. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. What about you Borderlands Three? Thrill me. That that more up your alley at oh, all? Oh yeah. All right. It is. All right. Let's let's talk about that then. So Borderlands Three, we've got the second expansion coming from the season pass, March twenty sixth. So only a few weeks out. Guns, love, and tentacles, and it's actually the marriage of Hammerlock and Wainwright so (laughs) the way this is described, pretty typical of uh, Borderlands, you know with their humor um, is that they're requesting your assistance on a new planet, there's going to be a new planet to go to uh, obviously, goes without saying new missions, new loot, all that stuff Gage, who was a um, vault hunter in Borderlands 2 one of the two DLC vault hunters she returns to the game Um, she's just an NPC, you can't use her but her and her robot, who I forget the name of at the moment. Um, But yeah, this is coming in just a few weeks. looks pretty good. looks bigger than the first expansion. I know Dan and I have played it a ton. Wilma, you said you're a fan. Guys, uh, getting excited for this one?
1: Oh yeah. There's only one issue with it. Okay. It comes out one week after Doom Eternal. After Doom.
0: I know. March is quickly ramping up the year.
1: So, oh, I will have to finish Doom Eternal before I can even touch Borderlands 3 expansion.
2: I think i will probably with issue. you.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, I think And they're going the all one, Lovecraft yeah. with this one, aren't they? It's all over the place. Yeah. You know.
2: <clears throat> it looks good, though. I mean, that's the thing, you know. And, you know, the other ones that they've got rumor coming out with, you know, potentially having, was it Craig?
0: Krieg. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Craig, yeah. And the fourth. And the fourth one, yeah. right, yeah. I mean, this is, I mean... They've always done a really good job with their DLCs. Ever since the first one, I, I think they've done an excellent job with them. Yeah, you know, and they get uh, better as so more release. Right. I would have liked to have seen maybe another Vault
0: Hunter. They and already we, confirmed that's not happening. Yeah,
2: and, yeah I know. Yeah, it, it sucks. It sucks ass. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I still have to play through the other three. And I still got my <laughs>
1: one. one person. I was excited so the they time. brought
2: Tina back. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's a lot of fan service, you know, and it's it's a really really. I love the series. This is going to be awesome. Um, I need to again play the first, uh, whatever the. Monster I haven't 20. played it
0: either, so I think why don't we kind of coordinate and we'll yeah. jump in and do it all. Maybe after we're done with Doom or something.
2: Yeah, I'm good with that, man. Because oh, man,
0: yeah. we were just talking about March. Um, Division Two's is this week.
2: Holy crap! Yeah. Yes, yep. it is. And then
0: you've and then you've got gotta, uh, Ori the following week. Yeah. And then don't you? Oh, <laughs> 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 and then you've got uh, Doom, of course, and then you've got this. And uh, I don't know if any of you guys are Animal Crossing fans. I am not, but that's a huge release later in the month. Too. Me either. No. Yeah, I can't do it. But I mean, long story short, March is twenty twenty is definitely heating up now. Yeah. So, yes, you played Division Two as well, Wilmer.
1: Yes, I have. I've completed everything except the new DLC.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah, we were and I'm waiting we playing. for that. What did we played last week, the uh Coney Island. Coney Island. Yeah, we did those few missions getting ready for the Warlords expansion. Yeah, some of them were not easy either. No, no. No, there's some challenging stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But I'll at know.
1: least it's a, I think it was an improvement over the original.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, it's got a lot more to it in terms of mechanics and other yeah. things.
1: So. Yeah, at least now um, they're not—they're not bullet sponges like the first—the first division.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just yeah, because a the guy's is wearing issues. a beanie
1: on his head. Yeah, <laughs> I remember in the first one, guys had a beanie on their head. It's like, okay, now I need 87 shots to kill him. <laughs> so if he didn't have the beanie, you could usually take him down with like 62.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man, uh, I figured I. I bring this up because we were talking about horror earlier, um, so Little Hope has been announced as the next title in the Dark Pictures Anthology this is the one by Supermassive Games um, and they confirmed it arrives this summer, no specific release date but uh, coming over the summer so I was a big fan of Until Dawn um, but Man of Madon didn't really do it for me, it wasn't as well kind of written, it was a little corny, I don't really know how to say it it wasn't I terrible agree. but I didn't Yeah, I didn't think it was that great. I was going to ask you, Wilma, did you play these? Do you like them? What do you
1: think? I'm with you. This one just wasn't, to me, it wasn't as good as the last one. Um, Yeah. uh, I I, I played through it. We played in a couple of hours. I set that controller down. I'm like, okay, that's over. And that's about (laughs) where I'm at with it. Um, I'll play it. I'll play Little Hope whenever, whenever I get a chance. Which will probably be like in two or three years, if I remember. But I, I don't, it just it it just it, it didn't really. I don't know. It didn't leave anything lasting with me, except for the you know the fact that I got that dude's head crushed near the end, and I was excited about that for some reason. Um, and you guys know what I'm talking about if you played the game. Yeah, I do. Um, I do. Dan, Dan. To, no. to me, that was a To me, that was a highlight of the entire game. So man, yeah, I could. There's little there's little hope that I will be playing Little Hope anytime soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely see what it looks like. I, I just, yeah, the characters were more, more annoying than they were intriguing, and the writing was really poor. Um, so I, I get the most amusement out of it because I have my wife play. She doesn't really play games, so we sit together. She plays, and then I'm, I make the decisions, basically. Mm. But watching her try to do the like quick time events and stuff is hilarious because she fails almost all of them and so okay. just bad things happen <laughs> constantly so it's actually quite amusing
1: and you're saying that because she's not in the room to hit you with something yeah that's true
0: she can probably hear me upstairs i don't know we'll see we'll see when i open the door <clears throat> <clears throat> all right and then i figure we touch on this because this is one of my favorite reveals probably my favorite reveal this week and i know dan you were pretty excited about it as well and it just looks incredible it's Baldur's gate 3 so Baldur's Gate 3 being made by uh, Larian Studios who made Divinity, Original Sin, and Original Sin 2 and uh, PAX on Friday I think it was, maybe yesterday Friday, it doesn't matter, one of the days of PAX they basically finally kind of really got into it they showed the cinematic uh, opening of the game, it's like a five minute video Uh, fantastic then they did an hour and a half live stream and and Q&A from PAX where they showed gameplay, they answered questions Um, just really really cool and the game looks freaking incredible um, so if you're a fan of those kind of deep Western-style RPGs, a uh, lot of uh, dialogue options, changing storylines, and D&D rule set behind it, uh, Baldur's Gate 3 looks absolutely incredible to me.
2: Yeah, it, it's gonna be insane. That's the the problem is, I watch. I don't watch those. Like I'll watch like the opening cinematics and stuff. And yeah. I watch a little bit of the gameplay. I watch every single second of that video <laughs> and. I couldn't put it down and, you know and there's you know he had some bugs he had some issues here and there and, of course you know but that's what's gonna happen you know it's and I'm not huge in the d but it sounds like they really went deep with the uh how they're doing it you know in the the dice rolls and the uh, oh yeah the uh the uh, uh what is it the uh, I don't know if it's allegiances or it's all like you know you're Something. He's like, okay, well, this one is, you know, in the fifth version of D&D, it's not as pronounced as this. Is. I was like, gee, man, at Christmas, these guys are nuts. And Larian, as much as I played the <laughs> Original Sin 2, I mean, it looks a lot like it. Yes, it for, does. You know, and, which is fine, because at least you have some familiarity there. So, and that was, you know, I, that's another game I'm probably a quarter of the way through, and I still need to yeah, go back and... Yeah, I stopped playing it as well. It's so much, you know, but I'm a big fan of Baldur's Gate, so this... Should be awesome. Um, I'm pretty sure whenever this comes out, the consoles will start collecting dust for a little while, and I will be only PC game, PC gaming for well. Then again, it depends on when it comes out. <laughs> don't come out in September. <laughs> just take your time. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. So for those who aren't <laughs> don't aware, come out this around Cyberpunk. PC. Yeah.
0: Sorry, Wilmy. I was just gonna say for those that aren't aware, this is a PC and Stadia exclusive in 2020. Um, there's no announcement for current consoles, although the producer I think it was, said that uh, he doesn't think this could run on current consoles, and so maybe there's a you know, maybe we get it for the Series X and or PS5 next year sometime, but in the short term, all we know is it's PC and Stadia only. It's Christmas. Yeah, so me sorry man. And I have, go, sorry. I, have,
1: I have two Stadias now, yay. So <laughs> I'll finally have a game to play. <laughs> 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 oh, man. But I've always been a fan of these as well. So the only thing that kind of irks me about it is the turn base. but I'm still going to play it. I haven't played anything turn base in ages, but I'm still going to play it. I care less how they set it up.
0: It just looks great. It's and amazing. like I
1: said, it validates my purchase of Stadia. <laughs> Something has to.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it only take a year and a half.
1: <clears throat> oh, man. Yeah, almost. So,
0: do you, you say you have two Stadia's. Do you actually use it at all? If you do, what do you play on it?
1: I've I played the the game Guilt. That's about okay. the only thing I've played on it, because everything else on there I've already played a couple of years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, but I will defend it in the fact the technology works great. Okay. Uh, it's really fast. Uh, it looks good, as long as you've got the internet to support it. And luckily, I don't have data caps, which is a huge plus, but there's just no games. I think I looked through the story yesterday, so there's only like 26 or 28 games total. That's it. Wow. That's insane. That's nuts. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Wow. It's especially nuts considering today's environment, right, yeah. with the digital libraries and backwards compatibility and, you know, you've got thousands of freaking games on your PS4 or, or Xbox and or PC obviously it's just it's crazy to think that they could launch with so light
2: yeah i <laughs> guess people just don't want to develop yeah. for it. i guess I don't, I don't know i don't
0: know anyway all right guys why don't we talk about what we're currently playing i mine's not going to be much of a surprise but Wilmy, what are you like actively playing at the moment anything interesting
1: i just finished inflicted uh, a couple of hours ago i finished that off on the xbox Um, now I think you're probably going to laugh at me. I think I'm going to go back on my PS4 and play back through Uncharted.
0: Why would I laugh at that, man? Uncharted's great.
1: Uh, I was actually on Boom's podcast Friday and we were talking about it and it really made me want to go back and play it again. So I think I'm going to (laughs) start, uh, I'm going to go back through them. So I'm going to go all the way back out to the last one.
0: You started at number one?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think I'm going to start with the first one and just work my way back to the end. Wow. That is a rough, rough journey. That is rough. I could even get it, past
2: two. It, it, you, you need to... Yeah. It's so bad. Whoa. Like, Whoa. No, 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 listen. I, the, the series <laughs> is fine. Like Uncharted 4, once you play it, and then you try to go back and play 1 and 2 and 3, well, okay. you're like, that. that's the problem. It's just like playing The Witcher 3 and then going back and playing The Witcher 2. You're going to be like... Now, I, I know what you're crash. saying.
1: The mechanics.
2: It's so hard. The mechanics and everything. different. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man.
2: Well, like playing even... even like, they just re- released the remastered Yakuza stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. That's not, it's not like they took Yakuza 5 and put it in, like, the Yakuza sure. 6 engine. They just updated the graphics and some other stuff. Yeah. So, it plays way different, and I would say worse than Yakuza 6 or Kiwami 1 and 2 or 0 even. So, it, it's, like, 3 was the roughest. When, they, when that came out, it was tough. I was like, man, they yeah, really, really improved it. But that's, it's, y-
0: that's Yakuza. It's forgettable. No. <laughs> See, that's the thing. <laughs> I, was,
2: I was so invested at that point because I played four games. Because I played the good ones first. Then I tried you know, then I went back. Yeah, and I was like, this is yeah, rough. It, it, is it, took, it took me a long time to just kind of push through. And I can't do it with
0: the Enchanted series for some reason. Well, like I feel
2: bad, too, because I think everybody says 2 is one of the best ones.
0: I still think 2 is the best one. Yeah.
2: And I, I really want to play it, but, man.
0: But... That's why I asked Willmy well, if he's going back to Uncharted One because One's pretty rough. It is. It is rough right. around the edges. Well, it's kind of,
1: it's I mean, it's like you know nostalgia is a great thing, especially when you're older. Until you go back and play some of these old games, And you're like, Jesus, yes. why did I even think about it? Exactly right. Like, if you have you ever gone back and tried to play some of the original Metal Gear games, like Snake Eater? I did. They released uh... and the camera, the, the controls, and everything. You're like, oh my god, how did I play this shit? Yeah, well, they, they,
2: they had the the Metal Gear One on or two, Metal Gear Solid Two on uh, Game Pass, I think, with the with with three, I think. And I went back and tried oh, to play the, it. The combo, the yes, the combo one, yeah. And I, <laughs> man, I was like, "What in the hell is this garbage? I what am I doing? I have no idea how to even play this game," and I immediately died.
0: I wasn't even, even a good. big fan of them to begin with, so I am certainly not going back to them. No, oh, I loved them when they came out, but man, it was tough. Well, it's it's like. I loved them right up till Phantom
1: Pain.
2: Yeah. 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 I'm with you. 300 hours into it, I'm with you. I'm sucking. sucking <laughs> Kojima. I'm I was going to
0: say, don't don't ever go back and play an early PS1 game. Because they're almost scary. Like, uh, what they look and feel like nowadays. I mean, at the time, we were blown away. They were revolutionary. But, mm-hmm. man, those early 3D games are rough. Yeah. So, Wilming, well, mean, that first game you said, did you say Afflicted?
1: Inflicted, yeah, it came what, what out a couple that? days ago on uh, Xbox. It's a horror. Uh, I wouldn't say survival. It's just basically your typical little horror game. You're running around trying to get rid of the ghost in your house that your husband put there for you, by the way, because <laughs> he killed the lady in your house. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's not a real it's not a really long game, um, but. It was interesting. I played it on my PC a couple of months ago, and they just ported it over to the uh, PlayStation and Xbox. Okay. I double-dip on a lot of games. Yeah. <laughs> you and me both, brother. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, the irony is, and I will say this, and I'll probably get some hate for it, um, I think when you play a game on PC, I think they kind of dumb them down a little bit for console. Because mm-hmm. when I played this game on my PC the difficulty was a lot harder than what it was when I played through it on console this morning. Mm. So it's kind of weird there. I mean, the ghost would jump up in a lot more spots on PC than she did on Xbox. So I Mm. don't know if that's intentional or I have no idea, but it seemed a lot smooth, a lot easier to get through the game on my console.
0: That's interesting. Now is that game pass or was that a purchase game?
1: Oh, it's not on game pass. You had to purchase it. I think it's like 19 bucks or something.
0: Okay, it's a, yeah, I like. I play a lot games,
1: of those small. Sure. Yeah, I play a lot of those small indie horror games because some of them is really great. So yeah,
0: that's cool. Nice. cool. What you got going
2: on? Not much. You know, I, I, I it's been mostly Fire Emblem. Oh yeah. yeah, and I finished it. One of the playthroughs. I'm gonna go back and do a new game plus I think, and then I'm doing the DLC right now. The Cinder Shadows. I mean, this game if. I think I messaged you guys. If, if I had played it in 2019, it might have been. It would have pushed Death Stranding for my game of the year, and it's a completely different game, but it's so good and so well done, and just. It, I, I'm not a huge. I've never been. A, I've always liked XCOM games and stuff like that, but, you know, I've kind of shied away from them. this one. Just brought me back in, and it, it was just the story was really good. It's very very deep as far as you know, like the RPG elements into it. Um, You really got to build relationships with all your students, with all your, you know, and then you go out and beat the crap out of people. And sometimes you die. And sometimes it's permanent. I was going to
0: say, there's like permadeath in it too, right? Yep, there sure is. That's pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
2: until you get to the last part, you got like two people with you. (laughs) Because everybody else is dead. Well, you shouldn't have let them die. It's very simple. Um, But the other one, so I picked up this game. It's called Stab, Stab, Stab. (laughs) 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 It's uh, mostly for my kids. And I bought two copies of it. Go figure. I bought one for myself, and then my, you know, my son gets it automatically because he's got the home Xbox. And I bought the other one for my other kid. And we played that one night for about two or three hours, and it was hilarious. And it's just you're just like this round bird-looking thing with this really sharp beak and two legs. You can get like power-ups where it makes your beak longer. You can shoot your beak off, and you just basically stab each other. It's it's one of the physics-based games like Gang Beasts. So your directions are your three buttons over here. Your X, Y. It's really, really annoying. There's spikes that kind of and things that kind of swing and stuff. You get stuck on it, then you die. Then you kind of respawn. It's it's one of those stupid fun family cop games, but it's hilarious. And we were just laughing our
0: asses off. So it's like four player couch co-op.
2: Yeah, yeah. You can do four player couch co-op. You can do, you know, we just did it through the Xbox. Uh, through uh, what we play online, basically. Oh, okay. And you can put in some bots. I think you can have up to eight of these bird-looking things, and it's it's super fun. It's like, I think it's like nine bucks right now, on sale, down from ten bucks. <laughs> it just came out, so I mean, it's it's definitely worth kind of just checking out if you if you want something to pl- fun to play with the family for not very much money. It's ridiculous.
0: Stab, 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 stab,
1: stab, stab. Okay. And that's about it. I'm gonna have to take that one out.
0: It's yeah, it fun. sounds funny. And it just goes to show you how many games come out nowadays. Oh, yeah. Because you guys just talked about two games that I I look at games about ten hours a day, never even heard of these two games.
2: I, the only reason I saw anything about it was um, Major Nelson tweeted something out. He said "Stab Stab Stab" is now available for Xbox. <laughs> I was like, well, I got to see what this is because that sounds awesome. I guess the title worked. <laughs> yeah, it got me, man. Stab Stab Stab. <laughs>
0: All right, well, um, yeah, I don't have a lot to talk about. I've done literally nothing but play World of Tanks. Um, I was traveling this week. I even installed World of Tanks on my laptop to make sure I had it with me when I was in the hotel. And um, there was a, they have these, like, 10-day challenge events, like, once in a while, pretty rare. And what it is, it's like, there's 10 levels, and each level you go up. If you do the whole thing, you get a free, what they call a premium tank which is a tank that you cannot get in the game any other way. And in World of Tanks, it's a big deal because premium tanks, they get you more money, they get you more experience. And, you know, the whole thing in World of Tanks is that tanks feel vastly different depending on the tank. And so they usually have some unique mechanics or, you know, whatever. So, long
1: story short. This one has uh, power steering, right? (laughs) (laughs) And ABS, you know.
0: Yeah, uh Um, Yeah. But, uh... Anyway, played the played the hell out of it. Got to, like, stage four, which just goes to show you how much it takes to actually do it. Like, some of the guys who play World of Tanks every day, they played, like, 50-some hours in, like, six days to get it. Um, so what I did... Is he cheated? Is no, no. I didn't cheat. <laughs> I, well I did what War Gaming wants you to do. I got to like level four or five and paid the rest of the money to buy oh. the tank Because that's what probably ninety percent of people will do, right? That's not a bad idea. Yes. It's um the good idea. news is that the tank is really, really cool. Um nice. it's very fun and it's one of my new favorite vehicles, which again is what the game's all about. So uh, that is all I have been doing. The addiction is real. I actually was playing it on my ultra wide the other night while my laptop was next to me watching a streamer play it at the same time. Fantastic. I just was surrounded by tanks. So, um, fantastic game. But I'm looking forward to March, like we said, man. I we gotta play Division this week, I gotta pick that up. I keep forgetting that's a paid expansion, so I yeah. gotta grab that. Thirty bucks. Um, and then dude I've got the Doom Collectors edition coming. I can't wait to get that in with the uh, that helmet is badass and God, MLB comes out
2: soon too, right? Is that April? MLB
0: comes out this month too. Damn it. Yeah. No, so. there's
2: another one we'll be Anyway. Sunk too.
0: a lot of good things all the way. So well, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Wilmy man, it's been a pleasure having you on. Really fun chatting with you and I'm sure we'll have to do it again in the future. Um why don't you go ahead and let everyone, all of our listeners know where they could find you, anything that you want to kind of shout out before we head out.
1: Uh, it's easy to find me. You can go anywhere on social media. Type in Wilmyhood, you'll find me. And pretty much any place you can play a game. Um, that includes Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, Steam, Epic Store, Stadia, and um, <laughs> just about anywhere. <laughs> yeah, send me, send me a request on Stadia. We're, we're uh, The three of us are getting kind of lonely over there on Stadia. <laughs> we have no friends and no games. So I feel like some of these Twitter trolls. It's like an uh, online so, chat room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On Wednesday nights, of course, you can go to YouTube, look up Wilmy Hood, and i have Gaming Beyond the Box at 8 p.m. with the Forking Crew. Uh, we're a totally different type of podcast, man. We just want to make everybody laugh, have a good time, and just talk about games. You know, a lot of the old days, you know, when gaming was fun, that's what we try to make it, you know, now. We don't argue and we don't. Complain over specs or which console is going to be greater? Because I'm a PC gamer. We already know how this is going to end. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but that's 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 it. I mean, I'm pretty easy to find, man.
0: Nice, awesome. So for us, uh, just a couple things, uh, articles to check out. So Baldur's Gate Three, we touched on it. We have a preview on our site with some details you may not have been aware of. So if you're looking forward to that game. Uh, check that out i've got a long article i'm working on that i'll probably do article slash a video on around uh, xbox's position responding to some of these things that we're talking about in future tech like xcloud and and you know what's going on with that stuff in more detail and then uh other than that hopefully uh we can <laughs> coordinate better and we won't have a like last week and we'll get back to having a weekly show so good to be back yeah and uh march like we said can't wait a lot Lot coming in the near future, so.
1: Yep. And right, guys, don't forget so that, Doom Eternal.
0: Oh, Doom yeah. Eternal, Doom Eternal, definitely my most anticipated. Till like, I had been last waiting for this
1: rest. game for a very long time.
0: <laughs> now, see, my big thing is I have a brand new PC I just built. What do you buy it on? Yeah. Do I? Because well, I've already got the collector's edition have, coming for Xbox, but do, do I, I buy it on PC and play it at like 120 frames? Yeah. Do you have? Is old there ultra wide support? I'm sure it will. Dude, then you got to buy it. I know. It I'm <laughs> going to buy it twice. God damn it. Yeah! I already have. <laughs>
1: I've got it on it. I've pre-ordered it on Xbox and on, on Steam. So.
0: Nice. All right. I might as well go do I the suck. same. I suck. Do it. Just do it. Yeah. In fact, suck, they came out I'll yesterday. I don't know, if, don't know if you guys saw They came out and said there's no cap in the game on frame rate. Yes. So if you're one of those guys that has like a $10,000 PC, you can run it however high you want whatever your monitor will do i guess
1: it's gonna be smoking <laughs> <laughs> yep uh, i so. guarantee you it my, uh, i'm pretty sure my uh pretty new origin will run it so be awesome. it nice. wasn't thousand, but boy it was close <laughs> <laughs> awesome
0: oh, all right man will be i'm sure i'll be talking to you online everyone else thanks for tuning in as always big cast 94 and we will see you next week